Good evening, Rabbi <clears throat> We're almost uh, being Messiah. Sharbi Tochem. We still have two more levels left of the ten levels here that the Chavis is going through in this last Perek, Perek Shvi. Working his way up to higher levels of Bitochen. We're up to the ninth one. The ninth level of Bitochen where a person has increased and strengthened his recognition and his Bitochen in the Bairi Oilam and therefore continues to shift less and less from his own abilities or others and shifts it on to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, and when his recognition of the capability and the doing of HaKadosh Baruch Hu increases, where he realizes how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for every single person, for all of creation, every single being. So then, then all he wants, all he desires is whatever Hashem wants for him. When he understands and realizes, as Rabbi Kotler said when he was laying in the hospital with his last illness, and his Rebetzin came in, and she started to cry. He says, you don't have to cry. He says, we know that whatever is to happen is going to happen. And whatever is going to happen is for the good. That was his perspective. So that's this level. He only wants what Hashem has decreed and decided for him. But it's real. In his heart, he does not just lip service. It's real in his heart, in his mind, in his feelings. He feels that whatever Hashem has done, whatever Hashem does, what Hashem will do, is only for the best. There are situations where we may have uh, have had a different desire that it should be more pleasurable, sweeter. It should be good but sweet instead of good and bitter. It's always the best situation. As the Chofetz Chaim used to say, you're allowed to say, is Ken Zayn Bisser, but you can't say is Ken Zayn Besser. Person can say it could be bitter, it could be worse, and it could be more bitter. The good could be more bitter, but it can't be better. The situation can never be better than it is. This is the best situation. Now, of course, there are times where we're the cause. We're the cause of the way the situation that is best has to be this way. And for that, we have a way of changing it. We have a way of doing tshuva. Every person has a situation that he could change for the better taking away Xeris. Xeris is for the best, because otherwise he may have to pay in the next world. Otherwise he'll never realize that he's that he's uh, sick and HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants something from him. So Xeris also, when appropriate, are also good. But there's ways that we can change that for the better. As an example, when a person is faced with a situation where he could forgo something, he could forgive somebody, he could overlook something that's really boiling up inside of him. Then Hashem says, oh, you did that, I'll wipe away your sins. Oh, you wipe away the person's sins? Then his situation can change indeed, even in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan book differently, and then that will be what's best. And then, of course, the person himself will feel that way. 
But the level of bitachon is always that what Hashem has given me in terms of my health, in terms of my parnosa, in terms of my situation, in terms of my family situation, it's all for the best. In terms of world politics, if we're allowed to say that, it's all for the best. Of course, the the person that we we think is the best for, for Klal Yisrael, the best to be in, in charge of the free world, if Hashem sees it fit, for the, we, what we think is best for Klal Yisrael, then Hashem has listened to Atfilis, and Hashem has decided, okay, I will do, I know that's best, and even what you thought was best also is going to turn out that way. If not, then we are going to have to understand, like the Gemara Megillah says, why did Esther invite Haman to the palace? Why did he invite Haman? Haman, you're putting him up on a pedestal, you're making him great in the eyes of Akashveros. So the Gemara gives several reasons over there, and one reason is that the Klal Yisrael shouldn't say, Klal Yisrael shouldn't get too comfortable, too complacent, and say, eh, things are good with us, you know why? We have one of us in the palace. Esther is in the palace, she'll take care of everything. And Esther knew she doesn't take care of anything. She's a pawn in the hand of Hashem. And we have to direct all of our tefillahs only heavenward, and not to people in high positions. So she knew that Klai Yisrael was relying too much on her, so she invited Haman into the palace. Oh, then Klai Yisrael, something's gone wrong. We can't trust Esther anymore. This Haman in the Haman in the palace, can you imagine Haman being in the White House? Oh boy, now we're in trouble. That's exactly what she wanted. She wanted to feel that we're in trouble. Because sometimes we don't we don't elevate our own Ruchnius level unless we feel the heat is on. And that's what Hashem knows. And then that's best for Klal Yisrael. Getting back to the Chavis Avavis. So this level that we're talking to Hashem, that the person will always want what Hashem wants for him. Beliboy, in his heart, in his feelings. Inwardly, outwardly, he's not only going to feel it, I say it inside, but outward, I don't want to profess it that way. No, outwardly he says it, he feels it, he promotes it, he's proud of it. And he is happy with anything that Hashem does for him. Every bracha, one of the Sfarim point out, every 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 morning rather we say a bracha. Sha'asali kol tzarki. Borgata Hashem Lekinam Sha'asali that he does for me, kol tzarki. All of my needs. Hashem takes care of all of my needs every day, all day. If we make that bracha every day with Kavana, Borgata Hashem Lekinam Alechilam Sha'asali that he does for me, cold, sorry, all of my needs. So then a person will be ready to say, I'm happy with everything. Whether it's to the, with death or life, meaning even if maybe family members would have moves, whether a person is poverty stricken, whether he has a lot, he has a little, has a lot or he has a little, whether he's healthy, whether he's sick. This is what Hashem wants from him. This is what Hashem wants. You think only healthy people could serve Hashem? Certainly in, in more ways. Certainly in openly in more ways. But sometimes Hashem says, for this person, I don't want big open ways of serving Hashem. For this person, I want even from his limited 
capabilities. In his sickly state, where he can't really move so much, and he's not so physically healthy, I want him to serve me then. Ah, that brings out the glory of Hashem so much. So therefore, then he only desires only what Hashem wants for him. And he doesn't want only what Hashem wants for him. That is a high level we mentioned in the past. This is the level of Davra Melech, where he says, Give us that nafshi Hashem. That Hashem says, Davra Melech says to Hashem, that what do I want? What does my nefesh want? Give so nafshi. I give you my nefesh. Whatever you want, that's what I want. And that's from Chaim Velozhin writes in the Nurachayim, in the capital of Mizmel Adavar Hashem Roi Loi Echser. Hashem is my shepherd. A shepherd takes the sheep where it wants. Sometimes to graze, sometimes to go to the water, sometimes pull them away from the water, sometimes pull away from grazing. Hashem, you know what's best for me. You take me where you want me to take me. You, you sometimes give me, sometimes take away from me, sometimes pull me towards the water, pull me away from the water. You know what's best for me. That's the level of Davar HaMelech. He only wants what Hashem chooses for him. He only wants what Hashem wants for him. Venim Zerlelekim, he gives everything over to Hashem. He gives everything. His nefesh, his goof. Everything given over to Hashem. He doesn't prefer one situation over another situation. He doesn't choose something else other than what Hashem chooses for him. This is this level. He says, I'm ready to just take whatever Hashem has for me. Says the Chavis Havavos. It's interesting. He, he has a, there's a, a, a gears over here. He says, whatever Hashem wants to him, he chooses, in his heart, one version of Vachushav, the other version of on his tongue, meaning to say that he also says it's true. He also says this is what I want. And this is really, it's Allah and Shulchan Aruch. The, uh, the famous Gemara end of Brachis of Samach, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, he taught that a person, a person should always be accustomed to say, whatever Hashem does is for the good. And the famous story of Rabbi Akiva, he went into the town, they didn't invite him in, he had to sleep in the forest with his donkey and his candle and his, his rooster, and they all got taken away, and then there was a riot in the middle of the night, they looted all the houses, they destroyed it, and he was saved. Uh, and on each thing that, he, that happened to him, when he lost his donkey, when he, the candle blew out, when he lost his rooster, every instant he says, in other words, not only just to think it, but to say it. And when a person says it, he starts inculcating it. He starts incorporating it into his psyche, into his mind, into his heart. To say it. It's A person should always accustom himself to say, And interesting, the Chofetz Chaim points out, when a person says it immediately, when something that doesn't go his way, something where he thinks is not the best for him, 
that's certainly initial reaction, it's not best for me. If immediately he says, this too is for the good. He says, that everything Hashem does is for the best. Chofetz Chaim says he merits to be able to actually see why this was best for him. He should try it out. The person could catch himself just at the moment with something that he thinks detrimental happened to him. And he says right away, this must be for the best. You'll see it will play out that Hashem will make him see the good outcome in what happened. He concludes the Chavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavav